0: Have you ever had an annoying neighbor? I'm mean, like, how did you handle that? Because she just, first off, super young, bought a house. Way proud of you, by the way. But now the way the neighbor is acting, I don't think there's any legal she can do about it. But how are you supposed to handle an annoying neighbor An a neighbor and a neighbor? <laughs> I'm trying to make annoying neighbor one word, but it's not working.
1: Oh, that's how we're starting today's show. All
0: right. Hi, my name Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy
1: You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy And this is the certified mama's boy podcast
0: Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. In case you're new We are based in three principles live laugh love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud We laugh a lot and we love my mom my co-host Nancy Nancy. Hi, mom. Hi, honey Curious in relationships, how often does it happen that your partner is like, you know what? You do it. I'm hands off. You take it. Your responsibility. Not even going to talk about it. Only then for your partner to end up doing what they said they weren't going to do in the first place. Um, Mom, you want to explain what happened over the weekend?
1: <laughs> yeah, we are talking about driving, I assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so this didn't just happen over the weekend. This happens every time that I'm in the car with Jimmy Mack. And he says, okay, you drive. I say, okay. And then he immediately, I mean, I can't even back out hardly. And he'll say, oh, oh, are you looking back in the air? Do you see that? And, and we'll be going down. Uh, you're going too fast. You're going too slow. Watch out. That guy might pull out. Why do you have to stop at every red light? You could have gotten through that one. <laughs> Can you get over in the left lane? It's too slow over here. Can you get over in the right lane? They're pushing you over there in the left <laughs> lane. I mean, oh my god! To the point where you're just kind
0: of like, why don't you just drive? You oh one, why not take my last Oh my god! You, I don't know you which drive. is worse. Yeah, you just. I don't, don't know just, which is uh, worse. You do this. You handle it. It's fine. It's uh, all good.
1: Yeah. I
0: don't know how often that happens in a relationship. You know, we're talking a couple of weeks ago about how women are okay with some cultural stereotypical norms that women do in the first place, you know, or, you know, like men are supposed to cut their grass. That's their job. And most women say that they're okay with that, you know, (laughs) or, uh, I forget some other ones, but we were talking about driving. Driving was, was a big one, right? Like men, uh, men should be the one that always drive. And most women are saying that's okay. But in this situation, it's like, my dad's like, okay, I'm going to relinquish control, completely relinquish control of this one activity <laughs> <laughs> only then to still do that one thing they said they were going to do in the first place.
1: Uh huh. Exactly. I used to have that, that
0: same issue when I cleaned the bathroom with my ex-wife was, you know, I, she, so I was the breadwinner, which sounds stupid, but I always felt like, listen, I work all day. And which I thought I worked all day then. I really <laughs> thought when I got off at 10.30 in the morning, I used to work all day. It's like, oh, I'd be exhausted. But, oh, 10 30. What am I going to do? i <laughs> just nap the rest of the day now that I literally work from sunup to sundown. Um, it's a little mm, different. Yeah. Uh, but she'd be the same thing. She'd be, okay, you know what? Like you you can clean the kitchen, uh, the bathroom. It's all yours. You handle it. And I'd be, all right, you know, what? I got this. I can do this. And i go in there. And then she'd come in there and be like, well, that's not cleaned right. <laughs> Why would you do it? Why did you do it like that? That's uh-huh. not what you use for that. That's not. And I'm like, just, then just do it. Right. Why okay, don't you just you handle it, it then? Yeah. 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 You're going to be such a pain in the butt about it, then just do it. I'm <laughs> curious though, if we would get some stories started this week about the time that your significant other said that it was your job or do they have like, that one thing that they always say is like, Hey, this is you. You can do it. Huh. I'm not going to say a word about it.
1: And, and then, then they're the ones that actually
0: end up doing it. Eight uh-huh. eight eight Kramer eight. Eight 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 Kramer eight. We want to hear your story about that. Um, I was shocked with how many stories we got about men. Uh, we talked a lot about pregnancy last week on the podcast. Carissa posted on our certified fans page. It was was your husband in the room when you gave birth? Because I was curious about like how many guys are actually in there. I don't know that I could handle being in the room. I yeah. feel like if I like once w- 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 a few things, I think some like everyone's like, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. And like, I know, I'm sure like 80% of it's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. <laughs> uh, but then I'm afraid the other 10% is like freaking the F out because you're like seeing your wife's body get ripped to pieces. Right. <laughs> so that's another 10% of like, like not being able to handle it. <laughs> and then the other 10%'s like, man, like I just, I just don't know that I want to see my baby's head coming out of my wife's vagina. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't think I want to
1: see that. Oh. <laughs> I just
0: don't, I don't think it is. Well,
1: you can um, even look at a book on it. So no, probably I can't. not. It's just,
0: and I don't know if <laughs> most guys feel that way or not. Maybe that may just be me speaking, but I just, I don't mm. know. It just, the idea just freaks me out. Uh-huh. Uh, Desiree said that her uh, husband and her mom were there. Her hus- husband was hel- helpful He had to help uh, hold up her numb leg. Oh, my God. See, I can't imagine actually Mm. having to step in. Mm. And then mom just found something for them to eat. And then that was it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Amy said that my husband was in the room all four times. Four times. Goodness gracious. Good on you. And uh, was helpful two out of the four times. Okay. Uh, So 50%. He's running at 50%. Uh I'll try to sum this story up. Super helpful the first birth because he was just so amazed with the entire process and all that I was going through. Second, he was less helpful because my son was born in the middle of the night. Yeah, see, I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> you got to like, if I'm going to if I'm gonna be there for the for birth, I need to be there like post-nap pre-dinner because <laughs> that's like the only time I can really operate well or like super early in the morning. You know what I mean? Like mm. 6 to 8 a.m. or like 4 to 6 p.m. Other than that, I'm going to be no help. Um, <laughs> let's get down to the third. Uh, my third came so fast, I didn't get an epidural or a doctor. She was born in 15 minutes after mm-hmm. we arrived at the hospital. And I kept telling my husband that mm-hmm. I wanted uh, a doctor uh, and an epidural. And he kept saying mm-hmm. woman had been doing it, women had been doing it for thousands of years oh, God. without anything. She said, if I had the strength to kill him,
1: uh-huh. I would Yeah.
0: But apparently, then he redeemed himself in number four because it was super hard and a dangerous pregnancy. And he was super supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so half that's he gets half credit on that
1: yeah uh let's
0: see if we can do one more Anna says that yes he was there the entire time for my last baby it was him and my sister it took almost 24 hours goodness gracious
1: Mm. 24
0: hours um Mm. a whole day so yeah I got like shout out to y'all shout out to everybody shout out to everybody (laughs) you're giving birth
1: with this birthing process if you're watching birth
0: (laughs) I just if you're don't giving know.
1: birth, if you're helping with birth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't <laughs> know. This, the idea of the vasectomy is getting more serious and more serious. <laughs> and that's not even the joke. Like, I mean, like it's, it's a joke. It's like, I don't care. It's not like serious or anything. I don't know mm-hmm.
1: what I'm mm-hmm.
0: But I really am starting to get more and more. Res- well, how do you feel about that?
1: What? You getting a vasectomy? Me, me getting
0: a vasectomy. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel like it's your, your body. You do what you want. With
0: no, it. I know. But how do you feel about it?
1: How do I feel about not having grandchildren from you?
0: Yeah, you don't feel the same way I do
1: about the others. That if you don't want children, then it's not for me to say for you to have children. You think I'm throwing in the towel
0: too early, though?
1: Yeah, I think you should wait. I think you should (laughs) wait until you're forty-five.
0: I uh, forty-five. I said forty.
1: I know that's not very long. You don't even you know, a most girlfriend.
0: Guys at my age, they they start getting vasectomies. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not abnormal when it comes to my age, I'd say. No. I think it's just abnormal probably to my situation. Mm. Um, and listen, again, it's not even if I don't like kids. I just, again, don't want to be the old dad at the mm. graduation. Like yeah. that, that terror, that part scares me.
1: That's- well, it's just more incentive to stay, keep yourself together.
0: I'm trying to retire in 10 years.
1: Take good care. Well, you can still retire.
0: Um, of course your expenses no, I can't. Be a lot more. No, I cannot can retire in child. 10 years if I got a baby, a damn six year old on my hip. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I cannot. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just, it's the idea that's going oh. through my head. It's like scary, but like also, I don't know. What's also honestly more scary to me is, Getting pregnant super late in life that that does, mm. and hey, listen I know y'all do it yeah 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 I mean we can get a hundred stories right now I'm sure and how great mm-hmm. it was Jeff Dollar is a great example 45 something like that mid 40s mm-hmm. had a kid loves it so excited mm-hmm. think he always wanted that though you know mm. like I just I feel like I'm heading into the more of like I think I'm good I think I'm mm-hmm. good like at this point in my life I'm too tired for kids mm. <laughs> you know I see why people that that do it young everyone's like oh you had a kid so young I'm like you did it right I feel like.
1: Mm. you get more yeah, energy you're more youthful ta- it does take a lot of energy it absolutely does that is no lie
0: talk me out of it honestly if you feel like getting a vasectomy at age 38 with no potential love interest <laughs> <laughs> uh talk me out of it i need someone mm. to, to talk the other sense of my ear of like this is why it's not a good idea mm. so my mom's just do what you want live your dreams but you know mm. It's not going to get me very far in this this conversation. Mm-hmm. 888-Kramer8. I got a message saying I didn't tell enough ho- stories from Hawaii. Um no. And I... Uh, actually, a couple of you said, why don't you talk more about Hawaii? I felt like we spent a whole week on Hawaii. Yeah. Um, but I'm sorry if you felt short on this trip. I just got back. Well, I didn't get just get back? Uh, I will tell you, I'll tell you my biggest win from my whole Hawaii trip is I literally feel like I stuck it to the man and that was the most gratifying part of the trip. wasn't seeing the most beautiful part. I went to, uh, in case you're new to our podcast or just hopping back in, I went to um, the big island of Hawaii and I was there for five days and I went on a timeshare. And this whole process was a mess because they were basically, it was so hard trying to like book it and get it done. There were so many issues of like trying to, um, you know, deal with booking and dates and all that. Felt like it was never going to happen. Had to like get management involved. Had like the highest guy involved. But if you ever got a timeshare um, uh, stay, then you know you have to go to the dreaded timeshare meeting, right? <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: And I'd, I've never done one before. I'd never done one. And mom, you've done one before, haven't you? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: let me tell you, I went in with like guns a blazing because <laughs> I was going to, I wanted to show them that there was absolutely 0% chance that I was going to buy this timeshare. Mainly because, and by the way, he, the guy told me, he told me this. Because I asked him, I said, honestly, how many people do this timeshare? He said in Hawaii, 4 out of 10 people actually do end up buying a timeshare. Mm. 4 out of 10 in Hawaii. said wow. Vegas is 1 out of 10. Myrtle Beach is 2 out of 10. Hawaii is 4 out of 10. Mm. Like 40% return. That's pretty damn good, you know? Mm. Mm-hmm. But not this guy. You know me. There's no way. <laughs> and I had to really channel my inner Jimmy Mac because I needed to show them that I'm not going to be no sucker. Not only that, but like, don't like, I felt bad for the sales guy because why spend two hours on me Uh huh. when you could go spend two hours on somebody else?
1: Uh-huh.
0: That will Maybe buy. More, yeah. Uh-huh. More of a sucker. Not this guy. He's not doing it. <laughs> so like literally I walked in and like, so I, I, I had no idea. For some reason I thought this is going to be like a group presentation. Uh-uh. I thought like you sat down like with a group of people and they like showed you like a slideshow or something and then like, they asked you if you want to buy at the end. I was like, nah. No. Mm-hmm. But it's like one-on-one, right? Mm-hmm. So, I walk into this time to your presentation and I do the guy and he's just, just me and him and he's super nice guy cut from the car salesman cloth. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Just, <laughs> just a wheeler dealer, man. He's ready <laughs> He's ready to make a deal and I'm, I'm ready to not make a deal. <laughs> uh, so, the first he starts going on. I said, "Welcome." He's like, "How's your trip? What do you do?" You know, they try to get they, like, I see what they do. They try to get uh-huh. to know you personally. Uh-huh. What do you do? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you know, radio. Oh, I love radio. But I'm, I mean, <laughs> I'm doing you, you know, just <laughs> anyway. So, how's your, your stay been? I'm like, honestly, it's not been very good. It's not mm. been very good. And I, I kind of I told him the spiel. He's like, "Oh no, what happened?" I told him the spiel. He's like, "Hey, listen, I completely understand." <laughs> and at this point, I'm like, "Okay, I beat the system. All you gotta do is tell me you don't, you don't, you're not, you do you are not you are not happy." Uh-huh. And they're not going to spend like that's it. Like that's uh-huh. that's I've I've mastered the timeshare presentation. He's obviously <laughs> going to let me go
1: <laughs> in thirty <right>? minutes. <laughs> no, it was like it was like ten minutes
0: in. I was like, this is oh, easy as hell. Oh, just okay. got a couple thousand dollar vacation for a couple hundred bucks, and I'm done, baby, done. Uh-huh. Back on the beach before I know it. <laughs> so, um, uh, he's like, oh, listen. And he's like, it's, it's, I told him I listened. So after all this drama, there's no way. There's no way I could trust this company with booking my vacations. Oh, I totally understand. Let me go talk to my boss. I'm sure he'll, if you, there's no way you're going to buy it. I'm like, I'm going to sit here. Okay, cool. He walks out, comes back in. He's like, listen, do me a favor. We're low, we're low on sales for this month or whatever. Just listen to the spiel. Oh. And I'm like, how long can the spiel take? You know what I mean? I'm sitting here thinking like this. He's going to <laughs> hit his quote. just oh, got to hit his quote. So like, let me just listen. This guy's nice enough. I agreed to this by doing the timeshare presentation. It's uh-huh. fine. Like I, I mean, this will take twenty minutes. You know, how long did uh-huh. it take? I'm, he already knows I'm not buying it. So I'll, I'll sit here and listen. He does this little thing. How many vacations do you go on per year? You know, where would you like to go? How many? You know, all this. You know, write numbers out. All you got to do is give me. I think they wanted like sixteen <laughs> or eighteen thousand dollars. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, and I'm like, like, so are you interested? And I said, no. He's like, got it. Thank you so much. Let me go tell my manager you're not interested. I gave him the spiel. I'm sure we'll get you out of here. <laughs> Three minutes later, he walks back in. He's like, listen, do me a favor. My oh, no. manager is not happy because we've been doing this so short. <laughs> Can you just go do a tour of the property with me? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Oh no. I'm like, man, they're really they really must think <laughs> that they have an opportunity with me. Like I must yeah. have sucker written across my forehead or something. <laughs> or like maybe there's something I don't know how timeshare presentations work, but maybe they know the type of people that might be somewhat interested. I don't think I fit the bill.
1: Uh-uh, you know uh-uh. i'm a
0: single yeah. guy i make okay money but like i'm a single guy you know yeah. like i've already told him like i kind of go for the cheapest place
1: i can find you know <laughs> like i don't
0: really stay with a brand
1: i don't That's really why you know... i'm here on my 200 vacation yeah <laughs> he's like just
0: do me a favor and just go on
1: this go on
0: this uh tour with me i'm like all right okay. so I go on this tour and i uh come back in at this point, it's been like an hour and 15 minutes. And they said a lot, 90 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes. Basically, 90 minutes to, to, to two hours for this uh-huh. thing. I'm like, all right, I'm still, I'm still up, I feel like. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we go back down, we sit in the chair. The guys like, man, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I'm just gonna need to get my boss, you know, signed off that we that we got this in. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Three minutes later, he comes back in. Hey, listen, man, do me a favor. Um <laughs> <laughs> My boss really wants to come talk to you.
1: Oh, no. Um,
0: so, and obviously they're trying to send the closer in. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like the they're sending in like the closer. heavy guy. Like I'm going right. to be some some sucker here at the very end. Because now uh-huh. I've seen the property, uh-huh. you know, and, and maybe some people can get intimidated by this, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: So they send this guy in and and I'm expecting this like just a hole of a human being to walk in the door. <laughs> And I, I swear to God, this kid may have been 19 years old. And maybe I'm just getting old, but like this, this tiny kid from like college walks in and he means business. I can tell he means business, but I'm like, I like, it could be his father. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting to that age now. Where I can like be people's father. So I'm, I'm like, he's like, well, uh, Mr. Yancey, did you, uh, did you enjoy your stay? And I was like, no, I didn't. And he's like, I, I heard, I heard. And I just want to thank you for your patience. But you realize and if you actually were a member of the uh, vacation club, <laughs> you would never be treated like that. We only have the best for our members. Did you do you want to go on the vacation of a lifetime, don't you? It's just like this guy's pouring it on. He's like, All right, here's the deal. I'm gonna take off two hundred dollars. It was like, <laughs> like some, uh, No, it was like two thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like Damn. this guy acts like he's got a deal for me.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm take off two thousand dollars, Mr. Nancy, for your trouble. Now it's $16,000. You can write it. Do you want to do it cash or do you need to
1: finance that? Do they like, not have the credit card machine there where, no. you could, where you could sign up for a credit card to put no. it
0: on? Well, no, you could finance it if you wanted to. You yeah. could finance it. So, So... The guy, he he goes like this. He can tell I'm not having it. He can tell I'm literally not having it. He goes, okay, I've got to, you know, he showed me all this interest rates. and He's like, okay, this is now it's like an hour and 45 minutes. I'm pissed. And I've sat through the whole presentation. I'm mad about it. Uh But I think this guy still thinks he might have a chance of like wooing me. Uh Um, (laughs) And he's like, I need you to tell me right now. Are you going to take this offer? (laughs) Yes or no. And anything other than no, (laughs) anything other than no or no it no. was like anything other than yes i'm huh. gonna consider a no oh. And i'm like okay no and he's like all right literally closed the book said aloha and walked out of the room i'm
1: like all right that's it
0: <laughs> like jeez oh, i had to sit through all this oh my like, like god. they were really working me the king of not getting worked over
1: an hour and a half hour and a half <sighs> yeah
0: yeah i would do it again in a heartbeat though honest to god i you i would? need to like find a forum because now I know I'm good at them. You know what I mean? I love oh, a good yeah. challenge and somebody trying to sell me something where I don't really want it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Kind of take it on. <laughs> I want to find out and maybe there's somebody that knows that they can share it with a group. Are there are there forums where people can tell you how to get other timeshare presentations? Because like, yo, I saved no. thousands of dollars off this trip.
1: Yeah. There's got to be
0: a way, a group that like people that know how to get timeshare presentations. I'm trying to go to Turks and Caicos. I'm trying yeah. to go to Belize. I'm trying to go, you <laughs> know, like I'll go <laughs> through a presentation. Now I know how to do them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm going to get on a list somewhere for a guy that never wants to participate. They're going to blacklist me from these things. <laughs> but anyway, that I don't know if that's a tip for timeshare presentations. I don't know that I even did it right. Yeah. Because um, I thought if I could like shut it down in the very beginning, it leave me alone. But I feel like they only took that more as a challenge, you know? So
1: uh-huh.
0: anyway, there's another Hawaii story for you. Mom, we'll get <laughs> to our, uh, our quote for today.
1: Okay. It's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Most of the shadows of this life... Are caused by standing in one's own sunshine. Got it? Say it so, one. So, huh?
0: Just texted me. Sorry.
1: Oh, okay. So, in other words, we get in our own way. We we won't let our light shine. In other words, right? Mm-hmm. We're too ashamed or embarrassed or feeling awkward or maybe we're not good enough to really. Let our best selves show and not be intimidated by it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's true. The, the biggest that's the one thing I'm working on in therapy right now is now that we've kind of figured out that happiness is going to come from everything but what I think it's going to come from, right
1: Uh-huh
0: Now we're trying to work on the confidence. To get me feeling back to where I was when I was doing really well in my career, right? Yeah, and that's that's like half the battle right now. Probably more than half the battle is well, not uh, it's it's half the battle, um, because I feel like once you get knocked down, yes, it's really a challenge to. Get your—it's just hard to put yourself back up there to
1: build yourself back up. Because and you're, it's either because you're intimidating you're, yourself.
0: Yeah, you're scared right. of it happening again, right? Right. Or you're afraid you're not going to be good enough at it. Uh-huh. And God, I remember—I remember like the first. I, I kind of feel honestly in radio right now. I kind of feel like I'm dating again uh, after marriage because. It's like, I'm, I'm like, remember I told you the other day I don't feel like I'm as good as I used to be at radio? Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I literally, what happened was so traumatic that like I don't have the self-confidence that I had before. Mm-hmm. I don't have the. gumption. <sighs> I don't know. It's just like a lot, you know, and like, that's really what I've got to work on. I've got to work on. I've never been a confident person. Mm-hmm. I've always I've always struggled with confidence. Ask any radio any radio person that you know. I promise you, deals with confidence issues. Anybody that you see on social media that looks so happy and confident, mm-hmm. they're either extremely confident or extremely not confident. But yeah. most people that are like showing themselves off of how confident they are, typically not the most confident people yes, in the world. That's right? True.
1: Mm-hmm. Those that are
0: truly confident don't have to talk about it. Right. They just do it. Right. Um. But yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I know that my biggest, it's it what sucks. Here's what sucks is that like Maryland obviously doesn't know anything about what happened before and it, mm-hmm. nor did they care, nor should they care. Right. It's mm-hmm. just not that important. Right. Uh, but I don't feel like I'm putting on the best show for them because I'm just not confident enough to do it right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm still trying to build it all back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what I'm in therapy for right now. That's like mm-hmm. now how my therapy has evolved yeah. Is it into like finding your confidence once again? Mom, you feel that way? Do you understand what that means? I don't I know. Do. Cause you, you've kind of always been successful at things and like yeah. but, never really had like a failure.
1: No, but you, you know, you do have to, you do have to have that self-confidence and, and know that you can do the job and do it well and be able to present yourself that way. And when you've been burned, like you were on more of a personal level, as well as professionally, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah. Then, then it's like a double whammy. It's hard to pick yourself up after that.
0: But there's nothing. But there's no but, reason of why I shouldn't be able to perform top notch here. No, you know what I mean? There's not there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to put on You're the world's the best. You're the one
1: holding you back.
0: But it's like it's what's happening right now. There's this morning radio conference mm-hmm. that they hold in August every year, and I haven't gone in the last couple of years. I honestly I don't like to go. Right. I know that shocks no one that listens to this podcast because <laughs> you have
1: to talk to people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it involves leaving the house and talking to other humans, you know, that I, I, it's not my strong suit. Um, so, but the biggest reason I don't, honestly, the biggest reason I don't want to go is because I'm embarrassed.
1: Hmm. Embarrassed to yeah. say, you're not at San in San Diego anymore, but now well, you're in Baltimore. Just like station?
0: I just I'm I'm scared of like what happened, you know, like the uh-huh. what happens,
1: uh-huh. or the
0: you know how are things where I'm not feeling that confident,
1: Uh-huh.
0: and having to exude that confidence around a bunch of other insecure people that try to exude their own confidence. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> like, Doing we all the just stare at each other thing. in the eyes and
0: lie about how confident we are at each other, but mm-hmm. that, we're all deep down inside this these. <laughs> shy awkward introverts you know
1: scared people Uh but it's
0: like a hurdle i'm trying to get over like jess really wants to go and i'm like "Mm, i don't know yeah i don't know if i really want to go just because i don't have the confidence right now you know it sucks Yeah, but i like Mm -hmm. if i think about it like there's nothing standing in my way of being as confident as i used to be except for myself and like my trauma right so now the question is how do you get past that how do you get strong again how do you get confident again yes and that's something we'll kind of be exploring over the next couple of weeks. So that's what I'm going to be working on in my therapy session.
1: Mm-hmm. So It's a good thing.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp, which is quite appropriate.
1: Mm-hmm. BetterHelp
0: is online therapy and counseling, which I use and I am a big fan of. And the reason I'm a big fan is because it's the easiest way I've ever done therapy. Um, I think that you'll you'll see like if you're considering therapy, there's a lot of things that probably prevent you from doing it. One of them is it's can be time consuming, you know, trying to drive to a therapist office and the awkwardness of sitting in the waiting room. Um, you know, uh, deal uh, that to me like face to face with a therapist is tough. I love doing it over the phone. But that's just my awkwardness, my awkward introvertedness. You know, <laughs> uh, and but all these things are taken away with our friends over at BetterHelp. So I hope that like if you're considering therapy, and there's somebody that messaged me last week about it again about starting starting a new therapy session or with a new therapist with BetterHelp. And I do, I highly I, I would not, especially with help, I wouldn't send you to something um, that I didn't fully believe in. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anybody on the camera if you don't want to, which you know from me. Hello. Uh, <laughs> it is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And uh, listeners of this podcast get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right. Ask my mom in just a second. Uh, first, certified fans. Hello.
1: Yay. Thank you so much
0: for your love, your support of this uh-huh. show. Yes. Um, certified fans, mom, you want to explain while I get our uh, wheels set up?
1: Sure. They are the members of our community that uh, – Help us keep the lights on, and um, they join our Facebook fan page, and they get a shout out of of a show, which is what we're doing in just a second, and they get discounts on merch. They get first word out on anything exciting that Kramer's doing. They'll be the first to know, and they get mama text from me.
0: Yeah, bonus ones.
1: Yeah, bonus
0: one. Which, Mom, we need to send a bonus text out this week. Okay. We will. Um Yeah, so uh, if you if you text the word um, fans f a n s to eight 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 Kramer eight, you can join our certified fans fam. Uh, when we have somebody new, by the way, let me figure out because I messaged her. Uh, remember yesterday, I told you that. Uh. There was somebody new. It was Joelle. Remember Joelle? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. she's Carissa's sister.
1: How funny oh. is that? Is that Carissa? Uh, Carissa from Arizona.
0: Carissa from AZ? Question mark. I'm talking on Instagram. Sorry. Oh, um, gotcha. That's so funny. It's such a small world. Well, thank you, by the way. Oh. Anyone that recommends our podcast, I really, I super appreciate that.
1: Yeah. No um, joke.
0: That is word of mouth
1: is the best advertising ever. Well, yeah, so there we go.
0: Joel is Carissa's sister.
1: So Carissa, thank you for that. So now we have we have uh we have
0: two in the family. I love that. For anyone's ever recommended this podcast. I don't know if it ever comes up in conversation, but for anyone that ever has, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um okay, so let's um we're gonna spin the wheel of certified fans. We don't have anybody new to dedicate the show to. We go back and we thank somebody that's been here. Oh, no. Where'd the wheel go? There it is. Um, today, we thank certified fan number 360.
1: Okay. Certified fan
0: number 360, which, well, where's my list? I like no other podcast would say, where's my list? They have producers and they've already pre-planned what the number is going to be for the day. <laughs> They don't do it with their family members, right. you know.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the things you do. I am
0: certified fan number 360. <laughs> no, I I am. I am certified fan 360. Yeah.
1: You joined your own podcast? Well, I had to
0: rejoin uh, cuz I was testing some things out. Oh, so I canceled I catch you. and I rejoined. No. So <laughs> okay. um We're not going to thank me cuz that's silly.
1: Okay. You want to go
0: one higher <laughs> or one lower, mom?
1: Always go higher. Uh, Julie G Julie okay.
0: G Julie G who lives in Sneeds Ferry, North Carolina is a certified fan of the day thank you so much, you've cool. been a certified fan now uh, I don't have your join date on here for some reason, but um, thank you thank yeah. you, I know Julie G's been around for a while so um, yeah. we thank you Julie G for being a part of our fan fam you mm-hmm. keep this show going, The show is dedicated to you and yes. here's your whoop whoop
1: yes, whoop whoop to Julie G so awesome. glad you're here.
0: Don't forget too that this week is a voting week for our um, sort of. I'm sorry for a podcast magazine. So if you text the word "vote" to eight 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 Kramer eight once per day, I'll shoot you the link back. Don't forget you can vote once with your Wi-Fi on, once with your Wi-Fi off. <laughs> and our buddy Dante has made it so easy to where you literally just have to click the button. It pre-populates the answer for the podcast and then you just hit submit. So yeah,
1: easy, breezy. thank you for
0: doing that for those. Uh, I'll put it on the certified fans page as well. So you can have a reminder over there. And now we're going to do ask my mom, which is a advice segment every Tuesday and Thursday where uh, we just ask you if you got a dilemma going on. And if you do, you can always go to certifiedmamasboy.com submit your story We'll bring it on the podcast. My mom's been a mom now for seven, not 70 years, for 42 <laughs> years. <It's> a <laughs> long time. Oh,
1: God.
0: <laughs> she's 100 You're aging
1: me quickly.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> so she has been a mom for 40 some odd years. 42. 42. Mm-hmm. So she's got some good motherly advice. And then we as a podcast fam hop in with somebody as well. Mom, what is happening today?
1: Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I'm 20 and have been saving my money for seven years because I have always wanted to buy a house. That's right, ever since I was 13, I kept all my babysitting money and worked all the way through school to get together a down payment. My parents loaned me an extra $10,000 to get into my first house, and I'm really proud of that. And it's pretty nice. The previous owner was an older man who unfortunately passed away after living in the house for 30 years. I finally got to move in two months ago. Well, I've been in the house now for three weeks. And this weekend, I was working on a space in the backyard to start a garden, and the next-door neighbor came over. I thought she was just going to say hello, but that wasn't it. She told me she misses the old man that lived there because he was quiet and kept to himself. Then she said that this is a quiet neighborhood, and she knows I'm young but we don't like loud music, parties, and a lot of activity here. I told her I was planning a housewarming party in a couple of weeks and hoped that wouldn't be a problem for her. She asked why I was having a housewarming for a house I'm renting. I told her I own the house, but she didn't believe me. Later, she saw I was painting the front door and came over yelling that I needed permission to paint someone else's house. I again told her I owned the home. She started yelling that I was too young to buy a house and she was contacting my landlord. I told her to leave me alone. She demanded proof that I owned the house. I told her it was none of her business and ordered her off my property. She called the police and told them I was a squatter. When they showed up, I showed them proof of ownership Tell them my neighbor had been trespass, has been trespassing, harassing me, and ask if they can get her to leave me alone. They talked to her. I told my dad about it and asked what I should do. He told me I was being a jerk for making enemies with a neighbor instead of working it out. I disagree. I'm sick of old people treating me like a kid. Mm-hmm. She had no right to be like that. What do you think? Was I out of line here? hmm, well, you know, isn't it too bad? We as can't, the
0: old person.
1: Yeah, as an old person. <laughs> isn't it too bad, though, that we can't interview our neighbors? Dude, you know no. Before we buy our house I because know. so often that goes so bad.
0: I would, I'd honestly like to find out how often people have drama with their neighbors after you move in. Like If you're renting, that's one thing, but you buy a house. Uh-huh. And then, like, how did you handle that conflict? Right. Because, like, what are you going to do? You're stuck. Yeah. Like, you're literally stuck and at the mercy of whoever is behind you, to the sides of you, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. really, Mom, can you, can you think of any neighbor drama that you've had?
1: No. I mean, we've been very lucky.
0: You've become, like, best friends with all your neighbors.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've had really great neighbors. But – I know a lot of people that haven't had that same story, and and it's rough, just like this girl. So back to her dilemma. I say that, you know, it's your house, and she doesn't have any right to tell you what to do with your house unless you're breaking the law or causing some kind of drama or confusion, which you obviously aren't i I think that she was right to tell the woman to leave her alone. Um, it's always awkward when I mean you, the woman was calling the police on her saying she was a squatter. yeah, you know she's causing she's causing so much drama that's so unnecessary. I she should have like just listened to her in the beginning.
0: <laughs> so. It's just tough because you can't really I had really good neighbors when i well, that's not true. I had, I remember when I, first day I bought my house in San Diego, this was just kind of funny, but like my neighbor had two daughters at the time. A neighbor to my, to the left, if you're on the street looking at the house, neighbors to the left, mm-hmm. had two daughters and they were young. They're probably like, I don't know, like, like four and six or something. Mm-hmm. And literally as I was pulling away, they decided to moon me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh.
1: Gosh.
0: <laughs> all right. And they would always be screaming and stuff and whatever, but like, it's, that's just whatever. But then I had a guy, I don't know what the situation was after that. And he, I think his granddad bought the house and he just lived there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he may, he may have had something like m- mentally challenging. So I, I don't know, mm-hmm. but he just, um, he's a nice enough guy, but mm-hmm. he was one of those neighbors that uh, would have people over at all hours of the night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Like it'd be. Yeah. Be like midnight on a Friday night, and they're like partying and stuff. Because he was young, he was probably my age, you know, mm-hmm. five years ago, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how you deal with neighbor conflict. Like, I don't know what you're supposed to do if they're not breaking the law. They're just annoying, right? Like, should you try to fix it or do you ignore them? Or like, what's the what is the motive here? I think we're going to need people who have actually done this and either mm. their solution worked or it didn't work,
1: right? to hop in this conversation yeah because i've never had i knock on wood have never had any problems with with my neighbors yeah so if you have
0: will you call us and tell us how you handled it and like are you glad you did it that way 888 kramer 8 888 kramer 8 Mm -hmm. and that's gonna do it for ask my mom for today all right mom i love you
1: okay honey love you forever
0: Tonight, I am going to the musical Ain't Too Proud, which is based on The Temptations. Um, If you're a Maryland person, it's over at the Hippodrome Theater this week. I don't think I can, honestly, and I'm curious, can you name one Temptation song? Like if I just, just by name, like if I'm just like, don't be Googling. Not like if I sing it to you, can you, can you figure it out? But like if I said, name a Temptation song, can you actually do it? I can't. I can't think of one. I cannot think of one friggin' song by The Temptations. I'm sure, like when I hit and sit down and like like watch it, it'd be awesome. But I'm just kind of like, what? <laughs> I can't think of. That's really is bad. Um, it was the same one I saw the uh, Tina Turner one uh, a couple of weeks ago. Tina Turner musical, and was it Tina Turner? I think it was Tina Turner, and I couldn't name one one song. I'm like, I, this is what I do. I do music. And I can't think of like one song. Have a great Tuesday. We're back tomorrow with a moment in Kramer history. I love you. I really do. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Really, really appreciate you.
1: Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.